Welcome to the Blues Guitar Show podcast with me, Ben Martin, from thebluesguitarshow.com. We are on episode 100. We made it. This is the 100th episode of the Blues Guitar Show. I think, actually, technically, there was a couple of extra ones there early at the beginning. This may be the 102nd episode, but certainly, in terms of main episodes, we are on episode 100, which is amazing. Um, It's been nearly three years since I started this. Uh, It's been really, really fun to do. Essentially, a lot of the time, it's been just a good way of forcing myself to do some practice. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I play, you know, certainly in the last year, um, hours and hours every week. You know, you probably took upwards of 20 hours a week uh, playing time. Um, and that's just guitar. I mean, I also teach bass as well and I do bass recording and stuff. So there's a little bit of bass in there, too. But, you know, it's been really cool to be able to kind of reflect on the music I love and share some of the stuff that I enjoy doing with a lot of different people. I've met so many cool people through doing this podcast, uh, people that I've interviewed, people that I teach, um, people that I teach all over the world, you know, people in Australia, um, all over the States, um, Japan, different places, uh, people that I know from China that I've talked to on the podcast or about the podcast. It's been really, really fun. So I'm really lucky that we made it to three years and we are still going, which is excellent. Um, and I haven't had to resort to throwing horrible amounts of adverts at the beginning, the middle or the end of these podcasts. So just don't forget that when you're <laughs> being really generous around this time of year with your um, buy me a coffees and the buy me a coffee link below. Cheap plug there. <laughs> um, but thank you to everyone that listened. I mean, 100 episodes is fantastic. It's really, really cool um, for me to get to a kind of another milestone. It's been a long slog since the last milestone, which I think was kind of 75 Um so this last 25 episodes have been um, tough to get out on time, but I've really tried to make sure that they are coming out as much as possible uh, weekly. And I schedule them for times when I'm on holiday and I record them ahead of time and try and schedule some cool interviews sort of sprinkled out in there. So you have something that you can sit and listen to in the car or whatever that doesn't require you kind of playing along, um, playing along with me. But it's been really cool and it's uh, it's great to get emails from you guys uh, letting me know that you enjoy it and letting me know what it is about it you enjoy. Uh, so thank you to everyone in the last sort of few years who sent me a bunch of emails. Uh, I talk about this like it's the end. I'm not going to, I mean, there will be an episode 101 and then <laughs> we'll just go back to normal. But uh, a good time to kind of reflect on how things have gone. And in the last episode, I got all high fidelity and gave you my top five blues riffs. <laughs> um, if anyone doesn't know what high fidelity means, you should go and watch that movie. It's a movie with Jack Black in it. And is it John Cusack? Is he in that movie? Um, they work in a record store and they're forever giving everyone their top five records. Um, so I thought what might be cool is I'm just going to go through some music that I think you should listen to. Uh, kind of end of the year roundup. Last year, I did a sort of blues men of the year. Um, this is similar, although, you know, these some of these albums I've discovered late or some of these albums are older or some of them are really old. So this isn't like things that happened in 2022, but things that have kind of affected me in 2022 and I've really enjoyed listening to. 
Uh, the first one that kind of surprised me was uh, the Black Keys. I hadn't really discovered the Black Keys before. I was a big fan of Jack White when he was doing his solo stuff. I was I was I was into the White Stripes when they came out, but it was kind of a bit too garage rocky for me. Um, it was a little bit loose. Um, I didn't get the whole thing with the drummer uh, not being very good and uh, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. But I did go and see Jack White when he did his solo album. Uh, Blunderbuss, the first album. He had a fantastic band playing with him, double bass player. It was really, really cool. Uh, and I really got into him, but I never knew much about the kind of scene around him. Um, and this band, the Black Keys, they came on my radar when they did an album called Delta Cream. And I think it came on um, Apple Podcasts, uh, not Apple Podcasts, Apple Music, as a kind of recommendation, you may like kind of thing. And it was a cover they did of... Uh, it wasn't Black Snake Moan. What was the cover they did? Crawling King Snake. They did a great cover of Crawling King Snake, and so I got really into the album Delta Cream. And if you if you want a kind of modern blues take on Delta Blues, it's really cool. It's so interesting to hear somebody's take on Delta Blues, where they're not simply just playing it with an acoustic guitar and singing, but they're actually making it their own. I think that's something really cool. So they've got an album called Delta Cream, which is worth looking at. And then an album that came out this year by them called Dropout Boogie, which is also kind of what I've learned now is typical kind of Black Keys stuff. But it's really great music, fantastic kind of take on the blues, something really different. It doesn't feel like your kind of typical Blues Brothers kind of rip off style blues. It's something really different. They're taking it in a whole different kind of direction, um, which is really interesting. So the first kind of rec I'm giving you this uh, this year is to check out um, check out the Black Keys. The second one is Buddy Guy. Now Buddy Guy, I've had a kind of on and off love, not not hate, but love not love relationship with uh, with his kind of later stuff. Um, but there's a few things that Buddy Guy has released recently ish uh, that I think are really really worth listening to. Uh, he did an album in 2018 called The Blues is alive and well which was really good i think his best album in a long time he's done an album this year called the blues don't lie which is fantastic and there's a track on that one called gunsmoke blues which fe uh, features jason isbell who i'll get on to in a minute uh who is a kind of real up-and-coming country player and that's really worth listening to so if you're into your kind of electric blues stuff um the blues don't lie by buddy guy is well worth checking out but he also did an album that i'm really into which is called blues singer and this album is acoustic and it's basically Buddy Guy playing blues classics. You know, I mean, if you look at the track list here, you've got Moaning and Groaning, Black Cat Blues, um, Crawling Kingsnake, Hard Time Killing Floor, Can't See Baby, um, I Love the Life I Live. Loads of absolute classic blues belters. So the second one would be check out the latest Buddy Guy stuff. There's a few <laughs> Buddy Guy things in there that you can kind of miss out a little bit, but... Um, the very recent stuff is absolutely fantastic. Uh, the next recommendation is Christone Kingfish Ingram. What a player this guy is. I mean, amazing guitar tone, amazing sound, fantastic uh, arrangements of songs. His album 662 actually came out in 2021, but I don't think that I really... Uh, I don't know whether I didn't hear it or whether I just didn't connect with it in 2021, but I got turned on to it through a uh, live recording he did live in um, either Austin or Nashville. But absolutely amazing band he's got around him. And really cool to have a kind of a bit of new blood 
in there as well. So recommendation three, listen to Chris Stone Kingfish Ingram, his album 662. Number four would be the Cinelli Brothers. Now, if you haven't listened to my interview with the Cinelli Brothers, I highly recommend a listen. Um, Marco Cinelli is the guitarist. Him and I talk for over an hour just about everything, about you know how he grew up and started playing guitar and how the band got together and their whole kind of ethos, how they recorded their album with one microphone. Um, their album, um, Villa Duke Joint, is absolutely phenomenal. It's probably the best blues album, I think, that I've heard come out this year. Um, one one microphone they recorded with, so you know it's all live. But you can hear, you can hear it's a live band playing, you know, playing this stuff legitimately. Um so really worth checking out them. Unfortunately, um, they are not on Spotify and iTunes. So if you want to listen to them, you're going to have to head over to their website, the Cinelli Brothers website, um, C-I-N-E-L-L-I Brothers website, or uh, check them out on Bandcamp or, you know, ideally order the album. You know, I ordered the uh, digital download of the album um, ahead of interviewing them. And I would say it is brilliant. So definitely worth checking out the Cinelli Brothers. And the fifth one is another kind of plug for a previous podcast of mine. I'm going to give you some other ones afterwards. Uh, but fifth one of my top five would be uh, Ryan Lee Crosby. His album, he's got two albums out. Um, he's got Winter Hill Blues, which is the most recent one, which we did an interview kind of mostly about, but another one called River Music. And they are brilliant albums. Such an interesting take on the blues. His slide playing is phenomenal. He's a great acoustic player. He's a really cool arranger. He's got such interesting... Uh, layers and textures to his music so it's really worth listening to Ryan Lee Crosby's stuff and I think like I mentioned in the last episode we're going to try and get him over here to the UK so if you're in the UK and you're interested shoot me a message we're going to try and put together hopefully um, at the music academy I work at we'll try and put together some kind of masterclass um, or workshop with uh, Ryan Lee Crosby maybe all about slide guitar I mean that would be cool I think I'm always looking to try and improve my slide playing um Cool. So they are the top five for this year. You need to make sure that you're listening to the Black Keys, Chris Stone, Kingflitch, Ingram, Buddy Guy's latest stuff, the Cinelli Brothers and Ryan Lee Crosby. Now, other shout outs I'm going to put in there are for Jason Isbell. His, um, I mean, his best album really is this 2013 album called, uh, I think it's called South, Southwestern, maybe. Um check out his his music is just fantastic he's an amazing lyricist really great kind of country um and i love a bit of country you know i listen to a lot of country music but i really like the country music that has you know the kind of um the more old school country that has kind of you know great lyric writing in it and really good song craft rather than the kind of modern pop country that you see uh around and about So check him out, Derek Trucks Band. Check out Derek Trucks if you want to hear some amazing slide playing. And going on slide playing, Justin Johnson. If you're not uh, subscribed to Justin Johnson's uh, YouTube channel, you want to go and subscribe over there. He's done a few kind of um, videos where he's playing slide guitar on a shovel and all that kind of silly stuff. But really what you want to be listening to is his his blues playing. It's just, it's another world. You know, I wish I could play fingerstyle guitar the way that he plays um so check that out as well so lots to listen to lots to check out lots to watch um make sure you get yourself all over youtube apple music spotify wherever you get your music from and just take all this stuff in and try and learn as much from it as you can uh 
Have a great rest of your 2022. If you're listening to this in the future, uh, I hope New Year's Eve went well. Uh, as I said before, I'll be in New York New Year's Eve. I'll probably, I don't know if I'm going to try the Times Square thing. Maybe. Um, but you can think of me, I'll probably be, uh, you know, <laughs> freezing my ass off somewhere in the middle of New York. But Happy New Year, everybody, and I will catch you all in the next one. Are you fully fretboard confident? Do you know where the notes are, how they connect and how they move up and down the strings? My latest book, The Triad Method, is all about using simple three note shapes to completely unlock the fretboard. This book is absolutely full of light bulb moments that are going to demystify the neck three notes at a time. I've compiled a huge number of diagrams, shapes and exercises based on over 10 years of teaching this stuff to make it as simple as possible. Download The Triad Method and see for yourself today. Link is in the description below.